Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome along to another episode of Hosting, the podcast all about hosting and guesting, friends, family, the occasional foe. We are recording in New York City. Uh, Carly, you've been here for six days now, and um, I'm Guy, by the way, and uh, I mean, it's been another action-packed day. I thought we couldn't have topped yesterday, but we really got out there and saw the city, huh? I absolutely, Guy. I mean, welcome back, everybody. I am... Probably the most exhausted I've been on this whole trip. I feel like from dawn until dusk, we saw every tiny little grain that this city has to offer up on our plate. And a, a city with such rich history that mm. has truly charted its own course, uh, you know, in terms of being a place with a very distinct sense of identity. Following in the footsteps of other cities before it. In parts, yeah, but certainly I think by and large, uh, you know, a, a city like no other. We started the day in Chinatown mm. um, and, you know, had some of the most delicious food. Uh, there are some courts, some basketball courts down there. We watched some of the, you know, the, the, the local pickup teams playing games against each other. And the standard of basketball they were playing was, was really incredibly high. Yeah, it was incredible. It's amazing to see, you know, just how much the sport has catched, caught on here. In, in New York, you know, Basket- so far from its homeland, you know. Basketball? Mm. Yeah. Where's the homeland of basketball? Uh, a little place called Sydney, New South Wales, Australia, guy. Uh, I don't... Yep. Yep. That's why, uh, it's, why it's called basketball. No, it's, it's called basket because the goal is to put the ball through the, the, the basket. And where do you think that comes from, Guy? It comes from the basket district in Sydney. The basket district? Yep. Early 1810s, 1820s, the basket district. Look it up. Used to make a lot of baskets down there. And occasionally, they would have a, a basket in which the loontine, that is the bottom of the basket, would fall out. And they would pop that up on a tree and they'd take turns... Throwing rocks into it. And they used to call it basket rocks. And as a well language evolves, so it became basketball and then basketball. And there we are. Wow. Mm. And do you think the, the standard or quality of uh, you know, play that we, we see here and or we saw here in New York this morning is um is comparable to as good. If not a little worse. Because uh, after we, uh, spe- I mean, this was much later in the day, but we, we, we toddled our way uptown to uh, Madison Square Gardens. We That's watched right. the, the New York Knicks, mm-hmm. you know, uh, play basketball against the 
Milwaukee, Milwaukee Bucks. I want to say Milwaukee. So what you like? And uh, I mean that was a that was a, a real display. Mm. Uh, and again, you, you some good basketball. Yeah, you were really blown away by the not just the professionalism, but also the sense of spectacle that. Oh yeah, I mean what an incredible stadium! You know, is that am I using the right word? Yeah, I think it's more of an arena than a stadium, but it's certainly not a garden. You know, um, certainly not a garden in the way that I would use that word. Yeah. Um, Madison Square makes sense. Garden, I think you were looking for the word arena. Yeah, and that's actually one of the few points that I think we can agree on with mm. regards to, mm. you know, place names in the history of New York. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's been, uh, I mean, what what else did we, 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 we fit in? We went to the Smithsonian. That's right. Um, you, and my word, what an incredible place. You really saw that at pace. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, I don't think I've run so fast in my life today. Well, it was pretty distressing for a lot of the other, you know, visitors and certainly the security staff. Oh, they were boggled by it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd go further than boggled. They were really irate with you. Yeah. But so quickly were you moving, it was almost impossible for them to lay a hand or a word on you. Oh yeah, I felt like I like a, a spring goose covered in oil. They just couldn't couldn't catch hold of me. You know, just slipping, weaving, ducking. Did you take in any of the uh, the you know the the gallery itself? Oh, partially, yes, yes. Um, a lot of uh, bones, plants, uh, dinosaurs. You know, all all of that. And specifics, no. Moving too quickly? Too quickly, yeah. Which is a shame. Because, you know, you spend four hours in a museum, you'd hope you'd come away with something, but... I did sort of say you could slow down and we could take it in at a more leisurely... That's just the way it is, isn't it? It's just the way it is. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, but it is. Let's use an American saying. It's just the way the cookie crumbles. Mm, of course, in Australia, you say the way the biscuit crumbles. The biscuit breaks. Ah, uh, the way the biscuit breaks. And you were surprised to see cookies in America. I was, yeah. Um, you know, a, a treat that I've known and loved my whole life, biscuits, here in the US. It's, you know, it's like walking out of your house one day, you know, in Sydney or in Melbourne or, or New York, and you run into a friend um, from your hometown and they tell you they've been living next door for 10 years. You know, it's like exactly like that. Just running to these biscuit shops, cookie bakeries, and, you know, wild time. Absolutely wild. We also, at my insistence, uh, went on the Sex in the City bus tour, mm. uh, which was, uh, again, a huge amount of culture shock for you. Yeah, I mean, I hadn't even heard of the city, let alone, you know, the sex in it. Uh, or the series, so yeah, popular television series. Yeah. Carrie Bradshaw and some friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sort of navigate life together as single woman in in the Big Apple, and uh, you know you get to see the the facade of Carrie Bradshaw's apartment. You get to go to some of the bars and the places that the characters actually hang out with in the show. And for any fan of Sex and the City, I got to say it's a, it's a wonderful experience. Yeah, and for any people who aren't aware of the show, just sort of a a mind-boggling exercise in just being taken around and shown things you have no interest in or investiture uh, into whatsoever. You still get to see parts of the city that you might not otherwise have seen. And oh, true. Yes, yes. You, you know, you get to make friends with the other people on the tour, the, the, the tour guide. You and know. weren't they keen to talk about the show? 
Well, naturally, the the tour is about the show and the mm. characters contained therein. So it's it's. I mean, it's something that everyone has in common with each other on that on that tour. So, and I had a lot of fun pretending to know the show very intimately and to to knowing about episodes uh, that people must have forgot. I made them feel that they'd forgotten them or they had yeah. missed them. You know, you were impressively great fun. persuasive in that respect. Mm. Uh, it certainly threw our guide off who. Had a pretty tough go of it by the end, trying to sort of compete, I guess, once again with your version of the the tour. Yeah, I was really, really undermining his authority. Um, you know, really from the get go, just kind of, you know, he would say something like, "Oh, and over here is where you know uh, such and such scene from episode six was filmed." And I would say something like, "Really? You know? Oh, okay, interesting. That kind of thing. You know, really just throw him off his game." Yeah, and I guess the confusing thing was because they they'll identify the landmark and say this is where say you know Carrie and Big share their first kiss, mm-hmm. a- and this is supported by video evidence playing mm-hmm. on the screens on the bus that that I mean you know and absolutely undeniable evidence that this is the place where yes. it's happening. And yet you were still insistent, really getting in his head. You know, I'd say, oh okay, that's mm, okay, funny. Yeah, that's funny. Because I'm pretty sure it was on the other side of this square. You know, that kind of stuff. Just yeah. really Little uh, mucking details, around. Yeah. Fudging, the, fudging, the, fudging the facts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was good fun uh, for me. Um, you know, I, I loved it. Would you recommend the, the, the tour? I mean, do you have any interest in checking out the show after having been? Uh, you know, I actually, I, I do kind of want to watch the show. Would you recommend it? Yeah, I think it's a pretty good time. It certainly represents a, a moment in our culture, and I, um, I mean, as someone who you know, you, who's you've got tremendous uh, gaps in you know your your pop culture mm. canvas. Mm. I mean, to have missed everything that America's produced is, um, frankly, quite impressive. Well, you know, I'm not a hero guy. I, I guess. The word impressive is probably, you know, it's too easy for people to choose how they interpret its mm. meaning. I would maybe opt to say instead pretty confusing. Okay. Or unlikely. Mm. I was not trying to insinuate that you were any kind of hero. Well, there you go. Not a hero guy. And this we can agree. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I do look forward to watching it. It'll be It'll be fun to catch up on this city that I've come to really, I guess, feel at home here. You know, I've only been here six days, but it's grown on me. It um, do you feel at home? Oh yeah, I do. I I start to get to know the street that you live on. You know, the people in the shops. Uh, certainly the bodego. You know, um, the the place where I get my morning coffee. You know, the the donut spinner. You know, the 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 burger flipper. You know, the 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 happy. Hot dog stretching, well, all, gentlemen. All you know? these, all these people who really make up the the, the fabric of New York mm. and uh, represent what the, the the city truly is and has to offer. Yeah, it's it's so much more than just you know it exists as an idea before you get here. But when you're on the ground, boots on the ground, you you really do get a sense for for living here and mm. for for life itself, the joie de vivre that is uh, unique to New York. Oh, certainly, guy. It's it is a city. And it's a city full of people, and each of those people are a city unto themselves, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been a special time. 
Would you recommend uh, anything else from today? I mean, the Madison Square Gardens experience. I feel that you know, as as the blank ca- canvas that you are, you're in, you're uniquely positioned to to highlight to anyone listening along who's who's looking not just for tips on hosting, but things to do when you're visiting. Mm. Um, anything in particular stand out to you as as worthy of of uh, you know recommending? Look, I had my first American Yankee Doodle Doo hot dog today, and. Uh, let me tell you this: if, you, if you're going to go to Madison Square Gardens, go with an empty stomach because you're going to want to have one of these hot dogs. It's a okay, if you can imagine this, it's a, not a dog, or but it is hot and it's a a long bun, uh, like a finger bun, but cut split down the middle, and it's filled with a a frankfurter, um, quite long, uh, not not your usual. You know, not your little Frankfurt you're picking up from the butchery for the kids. No, no, this is a, it's a long one. And it's covered in tomato sauce, a little bit of mustard. And uh, if you're lucky, you get some fried onions on that. And it, heavenly. Uh, def- what an incredible invention. You know. You'd never heard hide nor hair of it? You hadn't had one of these before? Never seen it. Never tried it. Not even in Sydney? No, no. And I think I could take. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Is back and make quite a pretty penny. I think they've already got hot dogs in Sydney. Well, it's news to me, guy. It's news to me because, I mean, I had one bite of this thing and I thought, wow, I really am on the other side of the world. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. You are, uh, you know, uh, a mystery wrapped in an enigma. Mm, mm. And wrap that in a long, thin white bun, put a little tomato sauce and mustard on it. You get yourself a good time. Absolutely. Wow. So of everything you've done in New York so far, that would rank near the top of recommendations? I'd say that's right up there. Have a hot dog. Have a hot dog, yes. Don't give yourself too much of a treat. Just one will be fine, I think. Will you have one again later tonight or tomorrow? Not for years, no. I'd like to savour this for as long as I can. Surely if you enjoyed it so and they're readily available, you could... Um... I would worry that having a second one might dilute just the, the, the pure pure joy I experienced in every mouthful of this hot dog. And I would hate to spoil that uh, you know, with some bastardization of another hot dog, you know? And, you know, f- fair enough. Fair enough to you. For that, I also took you to uh, uh, the local bar not far from where I live called Birdie's, oldest mm. bar in Bushwick. And uh, we, we did the photo booth and we, we had a few uh, tall boys. And uh, it was really nice as host to uh, sort of, you know, put down my card or the, the credit card I had on my person at the time and and uh, treat you as a, as a guest in uh, not just my shared apartment, but also my shared city. And uh, I, I, I think it's these sorts of things, these little flourishes and touches you can put on as a host that really do uh, create a, a, a more, 
that elevate an experience mm. from from just you know being a visitor to, or being a tourist to being a visitor to being someone who's really made to feel welcome. That's it, guy. I mean, I. I think when we got to Birdies, that experience more than any of the experiences we've had over the last six days, that experience really to me, it shows that I'm not just seeing New York, I'm seeing a bit of Guy's New York. You know, I'm seeing the New York. That's really nice. You know, that Guy has lived in, that Guy has experienced, that Guy has been a part of. And that was a really wonderful thing to get to see, you know, to get to see New York through your eyes. And Mixing and mingling with the locals. You know, you knew the bartender, they said hello, there were people that you'd seen some before. Of the, yeah, some of the more friendly people I've, I've come across here. And I, I don't know why it took until day six before I dragged you down for, a, for an icy cold one, because truly, of all the places I've been, that is maybe where I've felt the most welcome. Mm. Mm. Well, that... There's a word in German which, again, no one there seemed to understand uh, at the bar, and it's, it's gemütlich. You know, it's the, the feeling of, of comfort in a small space with friends sharing a good time. It's a very hard to translate word, but that, that's what I felt there with you at Birdies tonight. Just, you know, that kind of contentedness that you can only get when something is truly comfortable with a friend. And, uh, and so, yeah, I mean... That's what I would say is my biggest takeaway from this hosting experience is, you know, you don't only see the city, but you also see the city through the eyes of your host. You see a, a version, a palimpsest, if you will, of the city. That, uh, that's, I'm sorry, I've actually, I've got uh, goosebumps. That's, um, that's really sweet. And uh, think of our shared history and f- you know, for, for you to be able to say something like that and for, for me to be able to show you an experience like that, it, it, I think it really shows a, a grace, a maturity and a certain mutual humility that, um, you know, we, we are adults in the sense we can let these, you know, uh, mistakes of the past or miscommunications of the past um, wash over us and, and we emerge, you know, with a fresh perspective and fresh eyes. Yeah, that's it, Guy. I mean... We have done things unto each other, you know, mentally, physically, that would break any friendship, you know. Um, but what we lost in the in the fun of those experiences, in the doing of those things, was care, you know, and how important it is to foster care and love, you know. You can't be a host absolutely without a sense. of of respect and and of of love a hundred percent and i'm not too proud to say i regret uh things i said or did or ways i behaved to to look back on that now i almost don't recognize myself and i um yeah there's a certain amount of embarrassment and and shame i associate with that time in my life and i you know i i i feel as a person totally independent of who i was oh god look I was don't apologize. You know, you, it's I, it means a lot to me that you have apologized, and I I too feel sorry for the things that I have done in the past. You know, as in my capacity of host, I think I betrayed. You know, the a lot of the friendship, and I too feel like through this experience, I've crossed into a into a different level. But I would say don't apologize, guy, because those experiences of hosting, those experiences helped us become the people we are today. Caring people, people who love each other, the world, they can engage with people, with strangers, and see them not as, as, as just strangers in the street, but as friends, as new 
people. Absolutely, to we're bring not into our we're lives. not defined by our mistakes. Every mistake is a is a teachable moment. It's a learning opportunity, and um, yeah, it's been a really one. It's been a really wonderful day. And I guess I'm I'm sort of I'm high on endorphins from all the walking or something. But I I, I really feel it's almost. It's almost too twee to say that I, you know, I'm operating on a higher plane of existence than I was. But I, I do think that we are in a really great, really great and healthy, physically and mentally spot. Yeah. To, um, yeah. God, I don't think it's too. I don't think it's twee at all. I mean, I think, I think that really registers. I feel like we're functioning at a level, you know, somewhere above our day to day goings on. You know, we've we've really zoned in and and we've found something there in our friendship we've taken it to a next level and i think that's the power that good hosting has you can take a you can take a friendship into just a whole other trajectory you really can and you know on top of all of that i was really pleased to see that uh, june and murtag sort of uh still incredibly drowsy mm. and um really dehydrated but moving stirring waking and it's uh, it's yeah, it's just it, it's so heartening, isn't it? It is, you know, born into the world, renewed, you know, a rebirth, if you will. They've gone through almost death, and to come out of that fresh, doughy-eyed, confused into a new day, you know, it's a it's a special it's a special moment. It really is. We obviously, while they were uh, asleep, and and between all of the touristing, we we stripped the walls, we took down all of Mark's photos. <laughs> The apartment in which they were <laughs> guesting and sleeping would be all but unrecognizable to them. Yeah, not a single element of Mark's former life is left in that flat. It's a different place to where they fell asleep, you know. And yeah, it, it's a different energy. And um, I mean, you know, seeing anyone confused can be adorable. But to see two people have been unconscious for 32 hours uh, just really sort of rediscovering their bearings mm, mm. And, and for part of that rediscovery of bearings to, to be you know looking at their son still trapped within this full body cast super smeared across across his stupid fucking face big big colorful <laughs> lips and a, and a crazy kind of face painted onto his cast which we took delivery we had a bit of fun we dressed him up yeah, we used some old makeup and things, and we also took the the trouble of melting the the ice cube in which we'd put the engagement ring, and we and we just slid that over June's finger, and um, the confusion that's caused between husband and wife, and certainly mother and son, is um, well, it's just it, it it's it's one of those things you, you memories you can't put you can't put words on. What's that? It was that credit card they say there's some things money can't buy, mm. and. Uh, that's one of those. Oh, absolutely, guy. You know, this is the kind of moment where you look out and you see a confused, scared family waking up in a terrifying place that they have no recollection of. And you're watching them piece together the moments of their lives, confused, angry, scared, and you think this is what humanity can be. You know, we can get pressed right up against the wall. We can be thrown out to the wolves. We can have our drink laced with poisonous amounts of arsenic and and cyanide and we can get so sick that we pass out for hours you know we can have our money stolen we can have our precious jewels thrown into a hub but at the end of the day we will prevail we will come through it better happier 
in a knowledge that yeah, we and with have the, and with a, a greater appreciation for humor a more refined and developed sort of comic sensibility and uh also i, I would like to say that you know um mark and, and and terry and fiona they seem to be incredibly grateful for the way we sort of bundled up all of her possessions in a in a trash bag and and just put them on a, a random subway carriage and sort of send them out into new york city to be discovered by well whoever wherever yeah um well i say grateful you know that i think that they if they knew if they knew they would be and you know while we did get their their room number and you know obviously we have been listening into all of their phone calls and and who they've been in touch with ironically it's been very difficult for us to get in touch with them <laughs> which is uh I guess it's it's just another one of those little funny little moments. Um, yeah, life has its humours, doesn't it? You know, it really does. But uh, you know, we, so we we've asked them uh, on behalf of Mark by sending a text from his phone uh, to 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 come around um, for a sort of I, I suppose just a, a, a group conversation that, as far as they know, we won't be a part of. <laughs> uh, a clarification, if you will, of everything that has transpired in the last sort of you know four or five days. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to that guy. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to just, just seeing what happens when all these people are all confronted with the stark reality that has become their lives. Yeah, in in just a short matter of not even a week. Well, know. not yet. You know, it's um, you know, I didn't choose the prank life. The prank life chose me. I That's guess. It, yes. I uh, I'm a big Ashton Kutcher fan. And uh, I love to laugh, and you know, I, I, I'm really excited tonight to rewatch some of those old punk episodes and just see exactly how the pros do those reveals. Because, mm. um, you know, I remember Beyonce knocking down the Christmas tree, or yeah. you know, all these all these little moments, and and the the relief and joy on their face when they realise it's all a big prank. I think, um, I think it's really going to be something special when we share that with them. Absolutely, and that's the key word there, guy, and and it means the same. In New Zealand means the same in Australia. It means the same in America, and that's sharing, you know. And that's that's what we've done. We've shared. We've shared something special with this family, you know. It's a. Uh, I feel like a kid on Christmas Eve, you know. And the <laughs> thing is, the sooner we get to sleep, the the sooner we wake up, and the sooner the day begins. So, um, I might turn in for the night if that's, yeah, if that's fine by you. Me too, guy. And let's let's just wait and see what happens. I love you, friend. I love you too. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.